Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm, delicious. Today is Monday, March 13th, 31323. Good sequence of dates. Um, yeah, happy Monday to you all. My my friends who are in finance are saying dire things. Seems like three thirteen twenty three could be a good date for a market collapse, the Minsky moment. I had to go Google that. Uh, what do we care? We're creatives. We don't have any major stocks anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, so um. Hope you all had a good weekend. I did. Uh, I've been busy. So my my final stats for last week, for those of you who have been following along, I've been trying to get my productivity back up there again. And I had a very good week. Uh, it was um, <laughs> somewhere on my spreadsheets. So I got... 13,726 words last week, which was good. Um, my best week so far in 23. And actually, um, I have only had three better word count weeks uh, since the beginning of 2022. And not by tons. So I'm, I'm being very happy with myself. I did not get... 4,000 words a day, but I did get significant words and yeah, it's, um, it's good. I'm happy. If you're not on video, I have to tell you, I'm wearing my Carpe Noctum t-shirt today. Um, feeling, feeling very seized the night. Surprising to me how many people don't get it. Uh, even if I say, as opposed to carpe diem, they're like, huh? <laughs> but I suppose it's a, a specific kind of knowledge, right? I have had a friend who had a, uh, oh no, I take it back. It wasn't a friend. Was it a friend? Oh, it's, that's not a brilliant anecdote already. I'm sure it was a friend. Uh, a guy that I worked with, um, we were out in California. I was bringing up that image, but at any rate, he said, um, no, okay. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. It was a stranger. I walked up to a stranger, <laughs> became a friend. Well, it was just one of those brief collisions. Anyway, the point of the story is that this guy was wearing a t-shirt that said, um, there are. 10 kinds of people in the world, those who understand binary and those who don't. Because if you understand binary, you know that 10, one, zero is actually two. Um, and I saw that and I, I laughed and I said, that is a brilliant t-shirt. And he said, yeah, it's, it's a great test for who gets it and who doesn't, because lots of people get upset um, <laughs> saying you can't say, 10 people, those who understand binary and those who don't. Anyway, that's a tangent, uh, part of the brand here at First Cup of Coffee. So, um, 
my point, and I did have one. Oh, that I've been increasing word count. And I got, I was really happy yesterday morning. I, I did do a thousand words on Saturday and on Sunday. Um, and yesterday morning I was able to get 1145 words in one hour. Saturday morning, it was sloggier. I got like 531 and then 619 and it took me two hours to do it. Uh, since I was working, since I had to go into my second hour, I just thought, well, I'll write for the full hour and see what I get. So I ended up with like 1150. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with that because have you been following along? You will know that I've really been trying to get back to where I could write a thousand words an hour. Um, and it varies. Usually my first hour of the day, um, I would end up writing six or 700 words an hour, but then like the next two hours I could do like 11 or 1200. So I could get my 3000 words a day in three hours with breaks between. Uh, and now I am writing for five hours or until I hit 4,000 words, um, <laughs> whichever comes first, it's been the five hours lately. Although I must say that on Thursday and Friday, <clears throat> I did not write so many. Thursday wasn't a great day. I wasn't feeling great. I only wrote for like two hours and 15 minutes. Um, a lot much longer stretch than that five hours all told five and a half hours. Um, because I had some breaks between, uh, that I had to go do other things. And then on Friday, that was a span of like five hours um, to get four hours worth of writing. And I got only 1176 words on Friday. Uh, so was I out of steam? I don't know, but then I was able to get the words on Saturday and Sunday. So I mean, some of it's just going to be different days. It's going to be different on different days. So So I, I'm feeling like, tentatively, I'm feeling like my training regimen is working, that I'm gradually working myself back up to being able to produce uh, a thousand words in an hour, you know, more or less, depending on how warmed up I am. Um, will I finish this book on time? Dun, 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 nobody knows. Um, <laughs> We shall find out, right? Um, I'm at 56,000 words, so it's possible. Um, I really need to have this. Well, okay. So here's, here's the specs for those of you who wish to um, play calendar games and cheer me along. I appreciate all of the good thoughts. Sacrifice a plot bunny for me. Uh, I need to have this in order to get this out in March. I need to have this uploaded by the 27th. So that's two weeks from today. Yeah. Uh, which means that I need to have it revised and proofed by Sunday, the 26th. And I really need the tightest thing I th 
tightest turnaround I think I can do is six days. That's what I've programmed here. Six days for revising and proofing. Uh, which means that I really have to have this drafted by two weeks from tomorrow. Is that right? No, a week from tomorrow. Really? Doesn't sound pretty, does it? Yeah. Yeah. I need to, I need to be up at, um, at least in the neighborhood of the high eighties by the end of next Tuesday. So we shall see. We shall see if we could do it. It's, it's theoretically possible. Um, it depends on how many words I add in the revision process. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have to revise too heavily because I've already revised some and it's, I think it's pretty tight. Uh, and there's actually two revision steps in there. One is just revising going through and it'll be just mostly tightening, um, fixing that kind of thing. And then, uh, the outline out loud proofing of the whole thing, which I think I can get done in a couple of days. It'll mean working the whole weekend of the 25th, 26th. Um, but I think I can do it. Maybe some out loud proofing on Friday. It just depends. Uh, at any rate, that's what I'm trying to do. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Right. Um, if I can't, I can't, but I haven't pushed out the release date yet. Um, I've already pushed it once. Those of you who pre-ordered, thank you. Know that, um, I have it, uh, I originally was going for like the 23rd, I think, or 25th. I think I had it out for the 25th. Um, and I'm just going to try to push it by to the 31st. Um, but I can only push it one more time. So I'm waiting to see, uh, exactly how much time I need. I'll make that decision. I have to make that decision by like the 21st. So, um, I'll make that decision in a week. I'll see how probably by the end of Friday this week, I'll see where I'm at. I was considering like trying to push harder, like going for 5,000 words a day, but we'll just see how I do going for four. So that's my deal. Um, overall, I'm happy whether or not I make this self-imposed deadline. Um, I'm feeling much better about that. I have been able to increase my productivity. I was wondering if I was simply, um, didn't have the juice in me anymore. So, um, yeah, it was not an eventful weekend. It was very blustery here. Um, very springy, snowy, rainy, windy. So it was good to stay in. I was happy to focus on getting those words. I finished reading things for two different people. Got those off my plate. So that was nice. Got some business done. Caught up on my, uh, reduced my SIPWA inbox from 250 to um, I think I'm down to like 18. <laughs> so that was good. Um, talked to a couple people on video chat and yeah, Saturday I knocked off fairly early. Um, I decided since it was the time change that I would just go ahead and 
advanced cocktail hour by an hour. So I did something I very rarely do that I um, sort of knocked off on computer work and all of that. And by about 3.30, sat down and watched a movie. I watched Emma with Gwyneth Paltrow and Jeremy Northam, Tony Collette version and then i was going to watch the newer emma too but uh by then david had come home and we ended up you know what we did was we watched the full monty which was really fun to watch again that was um that's a really good movie and we hadn't seen it in forever so that was a a nice saturday evening did not watch the academy awards last night but i have observed that everything everywhere all at once really swept uh it's funny how the Academy does that. Like on certain years, they just like love one movie so much that they just give it all the awards. Uh, I mean, I did think that I'm, I'm perfectly happy for it to, uh, to have won Best Picture. Um, I was really surprised Top Gun Maverick had been nominated for Best Picture. I mean, I thought it was okay. I did not think that was Best Picture material. Uh, Michelle Yeoh. Definitely deserved Best Actress, uh, Best Direction, Best Screenplay, right? They won all of those. Very happy that Brendan Fraser won Best Actor for The Whale. He very much deserved it. Uh, I would say my main quibble was, did Jamie Lee Curtis really deserve Best Supporting Actress for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? Um, I don't know. I mean, I thought she was fine. I just didn't think she was amazing. You know who I did think was amazing? I had to look it up. Her name is Hong Chao, who won, or who won, who was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for The Whale. And I thought she did a phenomenal job with that role. Um, I'm sorry she didn't win because I thought she was great. Was Jamie Lee Curtis great? I mean, love Jamie Lee Curtis, but great I don't know best supporting actress I don't know I think they just wanted to shower affection on everything everywhere all at once uh they probably would have given it uh best actor if they could have but there was no lead actor so I think that that's um actually kind of cool so um Let's see, what else do I have? I I don't have a lot of things to talk about because I am being just so head down on getting this work done, getting this book written. Um, good time of year to do it, right? Be stuck inside. I, I was thinking the other day about um, Invisible Friends. Did you all have Invisible Friends when you were a little kid? Uh, I did, and mine was... Casper, like Casper the Friendly Ghost, looked like Casper. And I think that's what the name was. I'm, my mom would be able to tell you. I think I saw the a cartoon of Casper and Jill. I should find that. So I've, I found it. I, I think I saw it go by on Twitter and it kind of electrified me because I was like, wait, I remember this image of Casper the Friendly Ghost um, walking along with a little girl ghost who and I think I'm the one who called them Casper and Jill because I don't see when I first tried to Google Casper and Jill no nothing but I'll put the picture on the show notes uh and I was um 
I don't know, it just brought it all back. I think that both Casper and Jill were my invisible friends. Uh, and I remember my mom, when I was like three, four years old. And for those of you who don't know, uh, my dad was suddenly killed when I was three years old. He died in, um, he was an Air Force fighter pilot and died in a plane crash. And so I, they were all very worried about me, you know, emotionally and all of that. My mom would have me tested and all of that. Uh, and I know that she was concerned that my development of invisible friends was, uh, I don't know, some sort of psychosis. Uh, there was also a magazine rack that my grandmother had that was shaped like a cat and the cat talked to me. And I remember being that age and I remember so vividly having conversations with these beings and I've thought about it since, uh, how vivid they were to me, how very real and how, um, reassuring their presences were. I was an only child too, which always made them worry as well. And I don't know. I, I think about how that is for who I am now, right? You know, my, my creative self, uh, the, the evolution of becoming a writer, of developing this skill, of having this ability um, is in some ways so gradual that I don't always recognize how far I've come. It was interesting reading the beginning of this novel for a friend of mine that I've been exchanging work with uh, and, you know, that I'd gone through and commented and, and he was kind of impressed because... Or sounded impressed anyway because he said you know you're really good at you could tell exactly which parts i had written out of order and which parts i liked writing better than others and and i was glad that it was that he found it insightful and useful but at the same time it was like yes this is almost second hand to me now um or probably is second hand that yeah i can look at text and recognize things um and it's interesting to think about where I am creatively now, uh, hearing the voices of characters and comparing that to like my three or four year old self and having conversations with, uh, these entities who were very, very real for me. And I don't, I've never been one of those writers who makes jokes about the voices in my head. I, I feel like that's a dangerous kind of joking to make because, because there is a psychosis there, right? Um, and that's not how it feels to me. I don't hear weird voices talking to me, uh, but I do have conversations with my characters in certain ways that I feel like they are, I feel like they're actual beings who come to me from other places and tell me about their lives. And, and the best writing is when I feel like I'm really openly channeling that as opposed to trying to control it. I did a meme the other day. I feel so Gen X. I'm like, oh, I did a meme. But I did that one with um, Nicolas Cage writing in the car with, I don't know who, who he's writing with. Uh, I don't know who that actor is. And this will probably make no sense. But if you're on like Instagram or TikTok, you've seen it. But I had, um, you know, Nicolas Cage is in the passenger seat and he looks over and he's looking terribly pained. And it's, I put on there, this is my editor brain knowing where the story's supposed to be going. And then the other guy, I think he was in The Hangover. Um, he's driving and he looks over and he's completely crazed and happy. And it's like, and there's my story brain just like 
driving this off wherever it wants. And I think that's what happens when you have um, the entities who come and want to have their own story told. And that it very much happens to me. So on this note, I'm going to get to work. I uh, think good thoughts for me to get lots of words this week. Again, I'm just going to be doing podcasting on Monday and Friday. And so I will blog on Wednesday and I will talk to you all on Friday and we'll see how it's going. You all take care. Bye-bye.